And the bass keeps running, running, and 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 Thank you very much for tuning in to Skyline Sports 2021 March Madness preview. If you want to just skip to the actual bracket preview and not listen to any of our bullshit, just skip to six minutes. Let's go. What's up, Dan? How's it going? Welcome back. It's been over a year. It's, it feels like forever. What, 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 was, what was the date of our last podcast? Uh, let me look it up. Um, it was right in the middle of conference tournament, so uh, the, the, the March 11th. March 11th, 2020, so we are 360, 372 days since our last episode. Hello, Matthew. What's going on, Jake? And over the 372 days that we've been off of Anchor, this app has made some tremendous updates. It's made this thing so much easier just looking through it, and it's kind of a shame that we haven't been here for it. Well, well, the, I mean, they kind of had to because people were just so bored during the pandemic that they, they're like, oh, let's just start a podcast, and yeah. There was already a crisis of just a bunch of middle-aged white guys or just in their 20s, I guess, starting podcasts that we – it just the, – the pandemic just, ex, like, I don't know, exploded the issue. But this is our March Madness preview video – not video, podcast. I got the rust right now. Um, we didn't get to do this last year. We got done with the conference tournaments. Me and Matt, we sang for uh, losing our Super Bowl – Bets and now we're here. How how's the year been for you guys? How has your pandemic been? Uh, kind of. I mean, boring at first, and then now, like with school, it's just been busy. Matthew, good summer though. I went went to the lake a lot, so that's that's good. Oh yeah, we had a fun lake weekend. Matthew, how have you been? Although I've been talking to you during the how, pandemic. Yes, the past oh. three hundred seventy-two days. I mean, it's been awesome. What do you mean? Pandemic's been great for everyone. Yeah, how's, your, how, how's your pandemic living? How, how have you been doing during the pandemic, Jacob? Stressful. Working yeah. in a hospital during a deadly pandemic, it's not great. No, it's not. I didn't mind it, actually. I, I like laying on the couch all day doing nothing. Like, I like my favorite days are always rainy days because it's like, well, what am I going to do? Go outside and, like, do things? It's like, no. It's like a perfect built-in excuse to just, like, do nothing all day. Like, I, I low-key love just, like, doing nothing. I could lay on a couch. That's why college hoops this weekend is, like, the best weekend of the year because it's just – you're just sitting down somewhere, whether it be on your couch or at a bar or, like, you're just on your butt cheeks watching college basketball all day, just constantly entertained. That's the only thing that stops me from doing that is just doing nothing is I just get bored easily. So having, like, things to, like, do and bet on, like, this is the perfect – this is this – is, when I'm retired, I'm gonna be the saddest sack of shit ever. I'm just not gonna like leave my couch. It's gonna be terrible. But if I wasn't so self-conscious, I would be so lazy. What but do you mean? Kind of... Your self-consciousness causes you to do things. What do you mean? Like I'll I'll sit on the couch and I'll just think like, wow, you are a fat, lazy piece of shit. Like this is why no one likes you, and it just it spirals out. That's of not you. why no one likes you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, I I don't know. I, I I never get that feeling like ever, and that's and that's probably why I do it so much. And, that's awesome. Like, I think I I realize that over because now that like I mean even still now I only have to go to like two in person classes throughout my week. So like two like during during my weekdays like Tuesdays Wednesdays and Fridays I am I'm inside my apartment I'm sitting in I'm sitting in a reclined chair and I don't move for like 14 hours the life oh. besides besides literally besides uh pissing shitting eating <laughs> and that's that's pretty much it without maybe a few outliers here and there and if and if it's on the weekend to go get a beer essentials that's, All how, right. that's how the start of my quarantine was. Like I was just like fucking playing 2K, like drinking, getting like not getting drunk, but like having like a drink every night. You know, playing a lot of uh, Warzone. Warzone was the hotness. Uh, but now, but now I graduated and I have a job now. Ooh, ooh. But I mean, it, it is. I I I really do think that either the uh, the qu- quarantine either made you into uh, a better person, an asshole, or a drunk. 
and I chose the third one. A drunk? Yeah. You're already a drunk. No, but like more. Wow. So it's been not not a great pandemic for Dan. No, it was great. That's why, like, I I chose the I chose the fun one. There, uh, yeah. But I've definitely nice. become an asshole. I've become a spiteful asshole. I haven't noticed that. Oh, I have. Is it internal? It's inter- It's internal, and sometimes it'll seep out. Huh. Can you guys hear all the noise I'm making right now? A little bit, yeah. Okay. Only a little. It's nothing. Nothing too. Just serious. gotta toss it on mute. Whenever I have things to say, that's when I'll I'll give you a little what for. All right, sounds good. So, if you guys listened two years ago, probably not, because that's a long time ago. And, uh, but if you're not, and I'll just give you the rundown of what we're gonna do here. I have a bunch of trends from Ken Palm. I have a bunch of betting lines. I have a bunch of everything. We're gonna go through it all. We're gonna go through all the round of sixty-four games and the situations where there's a high likelihood of an upset or anything like that. We'll let you know, and we'll get your intake, our intake on the game. So. Let's get into it. The first one we're going to go over, Gonzaga. Danny, do you think they hold on? Do you think they can yeah, win? Yeah, I mean, it might be a tough one. They, they're, you know, what was it, Appalachian State? They're going to – App State or Norfolk State. But Yeah, Norfolk State. It's, uh, it might be a tough one, but Gonzaga might win by 40, hopefully. I don't like betting any of the one versus 16 games just because you don't know who the hell's going to give a fuck or not and – I'm not. I'm not gonna bet on that. Um, yeah, actually, I, I do remember that two years ago. I think I bet on every single one scene. I think only one of them covered. It's it just. I feel like it also depends on the likelihood of who they're gonna face in the second round. Because if you think you're gonna have a tough opponent in the second round, you're not gonna give a shit at all, and you're just gonna be all focused on the next round. But I'm not gonna try and get inside these coaches' heads. I'm just gonna write down Gonzaga all the way to. Basically, all the way to the final four. I don't think they're getting even touched in this bracket or in this region. They every team that they've played in this region, they've been by double digits. It's not going to be close until they get to like Indy. All right, next game down, Oklahoma, Missouri. I just the line is Oklahoma minus one eight nine. There's also not that many trends because basically they're the same exact team. It's just whoever you like and why. I like Oklahoma. They play in the harder conference and. I feel like not playing Baylor, Oklahoma State, West Virginia, or Kansas is going to be a nice feeling for them, and they'll just they'll be fine. I actually, I went with Missouri just like just because they beat Illinois. Like they show that they could they they show they could win a big game. Makes sense. Just Oklahoma had that streak in the middle of January where they beat Alabama, mm-hmm. they beat West Virginia, and there was another top. And I think Kansas at the time was top ten. So it's just besides that streak, they've been average. I just think. Not having to see a top ten team on the other side of them for once is going to feel pretty good. Missouri had that like short period where they uh, they entered the top ten in the rankings and oh fell off immediately lost but, like three games in a row. Yeah, um, just there's no one like Missouri can't really score that well. They're pretty good at defense, but like Missouri's defense isn't going to shock Oklahoma. It's not going to be like oh shit, we haven't seen this before. So I'm not worried that that much. Mm-hmm. Um. But then again, like, it's an 8-9. Anything can happen. Um, a popular upset some people are looking at is Creighton. Yeah, and before, we get away, before we get away from uh, the Oklahoma game, I mean, no one talks about how crazy, like, Trey Young, his, his little stretch he had in the regular season. Like, I think, didn't he get bounced in round one in the uh, Yeah, it's a Rhode Island. I mean, yeah. his, but his run in the regular season, like, it was around, like, December, January. Like, it was, like, midseason. He kind of, like, held off at the end. That was, like, one of the best runs of all time. Like, I'm not – like, that was insane. Like, he was putting up, like, these insane, like, 40, 30-point games, like, 15 assists. Like, he was playing chess, but they were playing checkers, and I feel like people don't give him his, his fair shake for that. Like, he's obviously a good player. I but... don't know. When when Trey Young was at Oklahoma, I think they had – I mean, they had a double – they had double-digit losses. They they actually almost didn't make the tournament uh, when Trey Young was there because he kind of – even though he was far and away their best player, and he's obviously a great NBA player as well, he kind of shot him out of games too. I think it's because they didn't have it. Like, their second-best player was, like, a fucking tall white who wore, like, an undershirt. Like, he guy just looked like an idiot. I don't know. So, I kind of – But it's like – but, like, sometimes – like, Trey Young will just chuck shots – like, chuck up shots, and, and it, it would be worse for the team when he – when he himself is an awesome distributor as well. Dude, he averaged 28-9 and nine in college. That's absolutely crazy. nuts. 
I just know he had like an insane stretch where it was like he was like must see TV every single night and like he was oh, talking yeah. the town. That's when I, I mean, I didn't fall like I don't like love the guy, but I'm, I'm definitely one of his, definitely a fan of his. I would say. Also, Buddy Hield, also another great Oklahoma. When did they lose in the tournament? When did they lose in like they had a decent run, didn't they? Buddy Hield's uh, Oklahoma went to the final. Yeah, I was gonna say they, had a... they got stomped by Villanova. I, I remember they got murdered they by someone, and like, but they actually made a decent run. Wait, was that the, was that the Villanova year? Yes, I don't think it was. I think it was before that. Was it? I'm pretty sure it was Nova. It was oh, Nova before mind. North Carolina, I think. Um, but yeah, are we are we done with Oklahoma? That's all I got. Yeah. Okay, Santa Barbara versus Creighton. Like I said before, there's going to be trends, especially for every game that's not uh, eight nine or one versus sixteen. There is a trend for the five versus twelve. It's basically does the five have an adjusted offensive or adjusted defensive rating above sixty. If that is the case, the five C is four and fourteen. If not, they're twenty four and six since two thousand eight. This game does not fill that requirement, so I'm taking Creighton. I hate Creighton. I am also taking. I'm taking Creighton. I might. Were they, they're not. Were, who's Creighton playing? Santa Barbara. Uh, UC I might Santa take Barbara. UC Santa Barbara out of slate because I used to take. I, I didn't even like watch Creighton basketball, but for whatever reason, like two or three years in a row during tournament time, like I would just fall in love with the idea of Doug McDermott, like went on some magical run and, like, taking him far. And he never once took him far. And, like, he would just fuck my bracket up every single year. And I know that's not his fault. It's on me. But I still hold some spite for that. So I might have uh, the old UC Santa Barbara. Aren't they, the, like, the banana peels or something like that? What's their mascot? There's, there's something silly. Who are the banana? There's some banana slug team. I don't know who. But I'm, I'm taking the slugs run, making it to round two. Um, the thing is, the, the, all, all, another problem is Creighton absolutely, absolutely, got absolutely stopped by Georgetown in the Big East Championship. Uh, but they did they did take down UConn. But another, if you do want to take UC Santa Barbara, there, another reason it was, you know, in the last few weeks, Creighton has some morale issues. Let's just say that. Yeah, their uh, coach says some problematic things. <laughs> yes. Um I don't like Santa Barbara because they have not played a team in the top 75 in the net rankings, and I just think you're not going to face nobodies and all of a sudden just be the power six school. Mm-hmm. Um, next game, 4 first 13 Virginia versus Ohio. Here's the criteria for this game, and this one is it meets this one. So if the four seed is an adjusted offense or defense that's above 40 and the 13 is lower than 50 in offense or defense, that would fit here. So in that scenario, the 13s are six and three, and what's it called? Uh, Virginia is 38 on defense. Ohio is 30. Also, Virginia cannot practice all of this week because of COVID issues. So I am taking Ohio. Ooh. And also, I don't know if I'm going to take it money line or not, but the line is Virginia minus seven. I think it'll probably get down to six by the time of tip. I will take Ohio plus six and a half, seven, six, whatever I get it at. I would take – I would actually – yeah, I mean, the, the, those numbers look pretty good. Um, Virginia, they – like, they still – they're still coached by Tony Bennett. He knows how to win games. They're, they're, they're the defending national champions, so they're actually defending a title. Uh, the longest defending champion ever. Yeah. So, uh, on that note, I'm going to go with Virginia. But I think I would if, – if I was betting the line, I would consider Ohio, though. Mm-hmm. Jake, that's not true. Ohio – Florida's the longest defending champion ever, Jake. Kind of college basketball show is this? Well, I guess. Well, you're right. I guess that what they technically had it for two and a half years. When you when you started this podcast, do you think you're going to log on today and have my dumbass teach you something about college basketball? <laughs> I did not. Okay, that's that's what I'll be I'll be logging off now. That, that that's the peak of information that I'll be giving tonight. So, <laughs> next matchup is a six versus eleven. We don't know the eleven yet. It's USC versus either Wichita State or Drake. They'll play that game tomorrow or today, whenever you're listening. Um, Drake, I, I'll take Drake in that game. I have it's like a one point line. I have it doesn't make a difference. Whoever wins, I'm taking USC. I am too. I think USC was what they're they're somewhere in the top fifteen in Kempom, right? Kempom, let's check. They are. They're the only team in from the Pac-12 that they have like they're fourteen. They're the only team in like the top thirty from the Pac-12. Mm. Um, Wait, where's Oregon in there? Though? Oregon's low. Wow. Oregon is 36. Wow, that seems really low. Their record's really good. It is, but like Oregon's best win 
And we'll get to Oregon later because they're interesting. Yeah, their best win is UCLA. Like, okay. Fun. A UCLA team that kind of sinks to the second half of the year. Um, but six for ele- six versus 11, here are the trends. If the 11 is ranked higher or within five in the Ken Palm rankings, they are 11 and five. That does not match this criteria, so I'll be taking USC. Evan Mobley's fine, but as you'll see throughout this, like, uh, bracket. I'm going to be fading all the Pac-12. I think they suck ass. I have a question about Ken Palm. Is yes. the name Ken Palm, or is it like Kentino Pomalaskovich? Or is it like, what's, the, what's this guy's actual name? I'll get you a full name. I have, oh, Ken Pomeroy. What's, Pomeroy. Is he a nerd? Like, what's this guy look like? I've never seen him before. He, he's a big nerd. Like, what does he work for? Like, does he work for like a network or like a Media publication, or is he just his own? He worked for someone before, but now he does his own thing. What a life to just be like, yes, because I'm sure I, I bet ESPN has offered him before. I mean, presumably, right? I'm assuming. And just be like, no, nah, I'm good. Like, I'll just do my campaign shit over here in the corner. Yeah, like, as, like, now his job is done. All he does is just like update whatever formula he has. Like, the computers does everything for him. And bitch ass Joel and Artie is always like, I think he said, like, oh, my picks would be way more accurate, but I have to, like, do on-site report. Like, I have to, like, do live shots and stuff for ESPN. And, like, so that's why my picks aren't – like, I think his picks aren't good anymore or some shit, right? I don't even know. But I feel like I heard him – I heard something about him bitching about, like, oh, my picks aren't, aren't as accurate as they should be because I have to do, like, live reporting. It's like, well, no, if you were just Ken Palm, you could just, like, have your own Lenardi. Like, no one no one says – oh, I don't know. Like, Lenardi – that's just a flex. I feel like no one talks about how much of a flex – Ten times life is that you can just be like CBS, FS1, ESPN. I'm like, you guys have big contracts for me? No, I'll be over here on my KenPom.com <laughs> website or wherever. I'll be on my little computer. Or wherever you can find Ken Palm ratings, but good for him. What a guy. Dan, Dan what do you feel about the six eleven possibilities? I like USC. Yeah, I don't like USC a lot, but Evan Mobley's a top five pick, and there's no one on Wichita State or Drake that has any chance of guarding him. Um. Was he? I think was he third team All American? Yes. Second, yeah, third. That's what I thought. Um, next matchup, three fourteen, Kansas Eastern Washington. Kansas in a similar, kind of a similar situation as Virginia. They were able to travel to Indianapolis, but they can't practice. But they're all there, so like they don't have to do the travel the last day and everything. I don't think it matters. Eastern Washington will not have the athletes Kansas does. Although Kansas, it's not like a typical dominant year from them. Um, yeah, Kansas went on a pretty pretty bad cold streak for uh, early mid January. January, and then they and then they figured it out. Oh yeah, they've been playing better. And just looking ahead in the potential USC Kansas game, I do like USC just because I think there are three players Kansas won't be able to have in that next game. And USC, Kansas had a big win over uh, Baylor. Uh, a few weeks ago, beat they... Oklahoma State. No, that was Texas that beat Oklahoma State. Um, yeah, they had a bunch of good wins. They basically have lost one game since February started. The only problem th- th- that's another thing you got to consider with like Kansas and Virginia and stuff is like how much is like like COVID gonna affect affect any of their momentum? Because we saw how sluggish Baylor looked coming out from COVID. Oh yeah, they almost lost to <laughs> Iowa State, who's one of the worst teams in the country. Yep. Um. But, yeah, I'm not touching this line. This line would be Kansas minus 10. I don't know what Kansas team we're going to get. I know they'll win. I don't know how much they'll win by. Um, 7-10, Oregon, can I, can VCU. Can I real quick? Yeah, what's up? How's the black schooled off a little bit on the Twitter streets? I think Andy Dalton's going to look really good in the Bears uniform with the hair, the orange hair, and, like, the <laughs> the pop of, like, the little, like, little shades of orange on the jersey. Yeah, his, his hair is, like, part of the uniform. Like he's going to suck, but he'll look good. That's all. That's all I have to say. Yeah, I mean it's agreed. It's going to be a rough year, boys. <laughs> just so much frustration. We don't have to get too far into it. I know this is uh, college hoops, but there's something I think people. I mean, on the bright side, he's going to look a lot better than Russell Wilson. No, actually, Russell Wilson would still look way better in a Bears uniform, <laughs> regardless. Anyways, please continue. I'm sorry. Seven ten. Oregon VCU. The line is Oregon minus five. I want to like Oregon. They've won 12 of their last 13 games. They're playing well. But the Pac-12 sucks, and their best win is a UCLA team that is playing in a playing game. Like, VCU isn't world beaters either, and I think Oregon wins this game. I'm just not super confident in it. 
it's it's one of those things like like or like Oregon is, is plays in the better conference and their record is better. Like it, it's one of those things where if oh they're playing uh, Tennessee but their conference is bad. But if you look at the record, it's like oh they only have three or four losses. Then you would consider taking the the team from the non power five. Yeah. But in this case, in this case, they have they have almost identical records while Oregon's playing in a significantly better conference. Yeah, so I'm gonna take Oregon. I don't like. But yeah, I just I'm okay with it. And then Iowa Grand Canyon, it's Iowa. Um, yeah. Here's a little tidbit for the two versus fifteens, and it's kind of a common theme I'll bring up for when you're picking Sweet Sixteen, Elite Eights, Final Fours. Basically, looking at defensive numbers, um, and the theme for the two versus fifteen is: Does the number two have an uh, have a adjusted offense or defense outside the top fifteen Ken Palm's rankings? There are two number two seeds that fit that criteria. Iowa, because they're 62nd in defense, and Ohio State, who's 79th in defense. I don't think it will matter versus Grand Canyon. They'll be fine. Um, I don't think it'll matter against Oregon, although I've been really, really, really wanting to pick Oregon over Iowa, because as you know, Dan, I've been shooting on Iowa all year. But I also said Iowa will go as far in this tournament as their matchup will let them, and I think they got so fucking lucky with this draw. Like, it's a not an easy walk to lead eight, but they got they got the benefit of the doubt. Obviously, we, I mean we'll we'll talk about we'll talk about obviously all the matchups and stuff. But I thought that like all I think all of the two seats besides Bama have really easy routes. Um, like usually you could you could draw up scenarios in each like each bracket you get where the the two like at least two two seeds where you see that oh this this seven they're they're kind of under the radar um they're, they could totally upset they're playing great uh, ball right now seed. and right now the only the only team that only two seed in this whole uh bracket that I'll we'll, we'll actually get to that later but yeah uh, I'll, I'll, yeah but I'm assuming you like Iowa with no issues. The line's 15. I don't know what Iowa team is going to show up. Iowa, yeah, Iowa. Um, the only reason I wouldn't hammer Iowa 15 is because Grand Canyon has this like seven foot one center, and Iowa and Luca Garza in specific has had issues whenever they play against a center that just like is a thick boy, like Kofi Coburn, Hunter Dickinson. So I don't. Yeah. As a team, they'll be fine. I, just, I'm not betting it. I don't feel confident in it. Um, overall. Do you see anyone in this region giving an issue to Gonzaga? No, not one. Not a single one. Um, begrudgingly, I have Gonzaga, Iowa, in my Elite Eight with Gonzaga probably beating the shit out of them by 20. Um, really? I mean, it's one of those things. Like you, you, shat all, you shat all over Iowa, but you have them in your Elite Eight. Hey, I didn't want to do it. Like, <laughs> when, first time I filled out the bracket, I had Oregon beating him in the round of 32, and I looked into the numbers, and it just – I think we have fool's gold with with uh, Oregon. Like, mm. yeah, they're playing better ball right now, but they're playing in a dog shit Pac-12, and I would – they've been playing better recently. So, yeah. they're going to fucking burn me, and I already know it. The second I trust them. <laughs> they're they're gonna they're gonna drop the Oregon in that second <laughs> round. You're like, you're like I was I was right the whole time, and I just didn't trust my own self. I know I'm really a big old dummy. Um, Michigan in the East Region going down. Michigan, I feel so bad for them. Like, you have a great season all season, and then basically your main guy in offense gets hurt right before the main tournament. That sucks. Yeah. Um. And because of that, I don't trust them making it out of this region. They'll be fine, I think, the first two rounds just because I don't, like, matchup-wise, they'll be fine against LSU or St. Bonaventure. But going deeper, I don't think they have the horses anymore after that. Because Isaiah Livers is the key to everything working for them. Yeah, I mean, because then, like, the the toughest – because – I, I talked about I talked about this with uh, Jake like and Mitch too that this this is gonna be my favorite uh, this is gonna be my favorite region by far like there, there's so there's so much mayhem there's so much mayhem potential out of this region uh-huh. it's kind of scary like we have 
I, I think I said it. I think we literally have a good six teams out of this region that you could see having a conceivable path of getting to the final. Oh four. yeah, like let's see LSU. They're a top ten offense in the country. They get hot. They can make the they, final. They four. almost they, and they almost just won the SEC. They they almost beat Bama. Exactly. You have Florida State, who just ACC regular season winner. They can make it. BYU. They're okay. Tom Izzo. Um, Texas, number three, just won the Big 12. UConn, just because it's UConn. Alabama, like, two seed. Like, those are, what, five teams they named off? And they all foreseeably could mm-hmm. make it. And the thing is, is, like, you, you also see a lot of potential for a ton of upsets in this first round with Abilene Christian, Georgetown, uh, even a Rick Pitino-led Iona. Oh, yeah. Um, but that first game below Michigan, LSU-St. Bonaventure, uh feel bad for the Bonnies, but they just don't have the horses to keep up with LSU. I got LSU as well. Like, Bonaventure plays six guys, and if any of them get into foul trouble, they're just, they're toast. Um, game below at Colorado, Georgetown. Let's see what the 512, do they fit this? They do not fit this criteria of the of just offense or defense outside of 60. Um, but at the same point, Georgetown's hot. I'm taking Georgetown. Yeah, I'm taking Georgetown as well. I, I'm I'm so guilty of recency bias with whenever I fill out my brackets and watching Georgetown that Big East run. They they looked awesome. They were. It wasn't just them like like swallowing Marquette's lunch. <laughs> they they beat everybody. They beat Nova obviously without Gillespie, but they 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 dominated Creighton and they're they're killing teams on the glass like they force they force a lot of turnovers against Marquette I like I like Georgetown a lot I, I'm taking Georgetown Colorado's record at home was 11 and one the record away from Colorado was 11 and seven which you could argue with no fans playing in Colorado was probably the greatest like home court advantage anyone had this year mm-hmm. um, yep. their best win of the year was Tennessee they lost I mean they're Best team they played this year was Tennessee. They lost by nine. So like, what the fuck's their best win? USC, UCLA. Like, okay, that's fine. I'll take Georgetown trash. They're like 13 and 12. Um, don't they like win the Big East on a fluke? They, it was not a fluke. Based, they have a super young team, and they – like basically they switched around some of their guards, and like one of their like bench guards is now their starting point guard, and it kind of all just clicks now for some reason. Like they don't – I mean, Matt, how do you, how do you beat – I don't know. I don't watch any of the games. on a fluke. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I just know they're 13 and 12, and like, uh, all I've, uh, I was listening to the radio, and they're like, Georgetown sucked all night. I mean, 13 12 is not suck, but like, you could do worse than that, but like, not great all year. And then, like, they won the tournament, and everyone's like, sucking uh, Patrick Ewing his dick as if he like turned the program around, but in reality, like, yeah, they're kind of middling. Oh, it could be fool's gold. We may be proven so to you guys be big old idiots. We'll see. We'll see what happens on whatever day they play. Um, what day is their game? I think they're. I have a feeling that they're Saturday. Yeah, they're Saturday. What do you think the best game of the entire first weekend is? Just, just name one game. Like the, the game you're most excited to watch. Ooh, that's a good question. How did I not think of this question? Uh, me is probably North Carolina, Wisconsin, just because I like Wisconsin. But Jake, other than that, me. so Dan, we uh, visited Illinois State this past weekend. Jake and I did, and. Jay, and we were, we were, so we were yeah. driving down at one point we were talking about like fans of like like being a fan of like being like a diehard fan of a college that you didn't actually go to and Jake said that's like the craziest thing to me like you didn't actually go to the school you'd be like a diehard fan like those people those people are those people I'm not those a people are, like, those, like, those people are so weird like and I was like Jake you're literally describing yourself at Wisconsin am I wrong who's I don't know how he's not diehard but he's like a pretty big fan like, he's, he's a Pretty big fan. Like, he knows more than the average fan does about Wisconsin hoops or, or Wisconsin football. It's 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 definitely I mean, less than like, high school. Yeah, I get... oh, never mind. It's definitely less than I was in high school, but I'm still like, if you told me, like, oh, who are you rooting for like this upcoming football season? It'll be Wisconsin. And depending on what happens with grad school, it, it may still yeah, be Wisconsin. It, it, like, for me, it's the same way with uh, with Ohio State football, but obviously now with basketball. No, but I don't like, think it's weird. With Marquette. Jake, Jake was one that said he thinks it's. I don't, I don't think it's weird. I think it's fine as, as long as you don't like get in. Like if oh, I, I'm like, yeah, I'm riding with Alabama now, Alabama football, or even hoops because they're good now. Like then that's no, like, that's fucked up. Like you got to be there from the beginning, or like don't just don't just hop on because they're good. 
Jake's one that said it was weird, but I just thought it was funny that he was like, no, I'm not, like, those people are the weirdest. Like, I don't get how you could just be a fan of somewhere you didn't go to school to. Yeah, Jake, how can you say that's weird? I mean, look at how many oh, Notre Dame football fans we have around. Yeah, and I think they're <laughs> fucking I, 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 Why? It's just kind of like a – It's a, and I hate I hate Notre Dame. You you guys know that, mm-hmm. but no, I don't think I, it's a I weird thing. I fucking hate Notre Dame, too. That almost swayed my – that swayed my opinion a little bit, almost. I'm not fully on Jake's side, but I'm leaning <laughs> now. I got a toe in the water. Oh, but to answer your question, the team that's not Wisconsin, that's my favorite game. It's my favorite because it's how gross it's going to be. It's Texas Tech versus Utah State, and we'll get to that yeah, game later. Just... It's going to be disgusting. I'm really excited you got, for UConn. We're winning it. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. coming up, isn't it? Coming up. It's coming up. Let's keep it rolling, region, then. Yeah, Stay tuned. Wait. All right, four versus 13, Florida State, UNC, Greensboro. Line is Florida State minus 11. There's no, there's no criteria to tell me to say Florida State's in trouble. They'll be fine. I'm taking Florida State. I'm not betting on it, though. I'm on Florida State as well. Cool. All right, down to the next game, BYU versus either MSU or UCLA. I think Michigan State will win that game just because what they need to deal with in the Big Ten, all of a sudden getting UCLA. It's probably going to feel like a fucking, I don't know, breath of fresh air. Um, but then again, like, MSU will have a good game, and then two days later, they suck ass. And BYU, mm-hmm. BYU is not a bad team, so I have BYU winning that potential matchup. I have, I have BYU as well. I have BYU beating either team, to be honest. I don't really care. And obviously, we don't have a line. Yeah. But I am on Michigan State minus two versus UCLA. But if it is... If it is Michigan State, I do see it. I do see Michigan State beating BYU more likely than UCLA. hundred percent agree. Now this game I'm very interested in: Texas versus Abilene Ooh. Christian, and the line is nine. I love Abilene Christian, especially with the points. I don't know if they're going to win, but Abilene Christian's defense causes the most turnovers in college basketball. They're a top ten three point shooting defense. In Texas, shoot 40% of their shots are threes. So basically, that's most of their offense right there. And if Abilene Christian can kind of turn the ball over, prevent them from hitting too many threes, like that's an upset in the, in the making. Just on offense, they kind of stink. Um, I mean, you make good points, but I'm also just one of those people that can never, ever put a 14 over a three. No matter how, like, even even if every inch of my body tells me to do it, it it's just one of those things. Because it's like a three a three seed is somebody you're supposed to expect to be in a Sweet Sixteen, and they're and they're one one away, and then the next thing you know, they're in the lead eight. I'm taking Texas. Here's where I'm wary with Texas, and here's a little trend in the number up here. I'm a little wary of Texas too. I agree with you, but uh huh. But here's my little trend for you. According to Ken Palm, teams with an adjusted offense below 115 and an adjusted defense above 92. Since 2003, 194 teams have fit that criteria. 85% of them have not made it out of the first round. And only three teams have made the final four. Though there are seven teams in this tournament that fit that criteria. Texas, Georgia Tech, Oklahoma, Florida, Mizzou, Oregon, Colorado. Texas just – I know they just won the Big 12, but there are so many games where they just don't give a shit. And like I said, they shoot 42% of their shots are from three. They only hit like 35% of them. They're a team that's just not made for March success. You guys want to know, you guys want a fun fact? All right. Six of the last yeah. eight national yes. championship winners did not win their conference. Yeah. Ooh. And one of them is like Louisville. So if you want to count that, I don't really know. Here. That's that's something that, I mean, though. I mean actually that's like pretty book. small sample size. Six like I wouldn't like not pick Illinois or like Gonzaga because like, oh, six of the last like that's just not big enough. But like that's that's something. That's something for sure for certain. I don't I don't think uh I don't think your coach providing you uh, strippers should prevent you from taking down a banner. No, it's just strippers. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, there, it was – was there Probably. anything more than that or no? Um, Money, obviously, but like, – I think money and strippers. No, like, I don't think there's any 
no like drugs or nothing. No, right? I don't think so. No. No, Patino's a class act. We all know that. He doesn't deal with drugs. Um Yeah, I mean I mean No, I'm not gonna say it. Never mind. Okay. Um <laughs> so another fun little tip for us going into Yukon versus Maryland. Since two thousand eight, the final four has not had a seeded team five or higher in only three tournaments, 2008, 2009, 2012. So that means since 2013, there has at least been one team in the final four seeded five or higher. This is my little team, UConn. I love UConn so much. I'm going to hammer UConn minus three against Maryland. I'm hammering UConn against Alabama money line. UConn to the final four, baby. James Booknight's going to take us there. I love it. They're a top 25 defense. They just got back their best player. They're playing some good ball. I'm excited. Yeah, they dominate teams on the glass. I, I, I like I said, if there was if there was a team in this this whole thing that is five or higher, I would take UConn as well. I'm not I'm not putting them in my final four, but I would either I, I would actually put either UConn or BYU. Is it concerning mm. they haven't beaten a top 25 team this year? It it could be, but the way everything plays out for me, like their route in my bracket, which obviously probably doesn't even mean shit because all the matchups are not set in stone, but they would have to go through Alabama, which I think is mm-hmm. overrated, okay. BYU, which is okay, and then Florida State. And I think they're, they'd are they be fine. Once they get if, – if I have a dream scenario and they get there and they face Gonzaga, they'll get their fucking doors blown off. But until that point, I think they'll be fine. I don't like Alabama for some reason. I just feel like they had too many games where just – if you have someone that can clog the paint and somewhat defend the three, that they will have trouble. The thing is, Bama kind of reminds me of that Auburn squad from two years ago. Yes. made it to the Final Four. That's why I like them a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I love that Auburn team. And it's an, another SEC team from Alabama. Exactly. So. A couple miles down the road. They could run So I'm assuming, I'm assuming you also like UConn over Maryland. I do. Yeah, I took you. Maryland, if they're not playing Michigan State, is very just meh. But when they're playing MSU, maybe. <laughs> Once they're playing Michigan State, they look like they look like national champions. No, they're gonna give you the fucking blues. And then Bama versus Iona. I'm not betting on any of the two versus fifteens. I don't care. I don't know. Um but I actually have a lot of action in this bracket with I'm taking LSU minus one. I'm taking Georgetown plus five. I'll take Michigan State minus two tomorrow night or tonight. Abilene Christian plus nine, and then UConn minus three. Beautiful. Um, going over to the South region. I don't. I don't see a loser there, Jake. <laughs> None of them are losers, Dan. Ever. Um, Baylor versus Hartford. Bye, Hartford. See you later. Have fun in Connecticut. Yeah. North Carolina, no Wisconsin. Reason. Wisconsin plus one and a half. Um, they've sucked ass. They've been so bad. They're. Two and eight, their last 10 games. The wins are against Nebraska and Northwestern. And for some reason, I still think they win this game just because their guards are so much better than North Carolina's. Yeah, North Carolina isn't good. This is my, uh, this is the uh, Marquette beat both of these teams bold. <laughs> so uh, Mar- Marquette beat Wisconsin on a buzzer beater, whereas they, they ran North Carolina out of the gym. So I took Wisconsin. Like, Wisconsin's going to get killed on the glass. But I think. It won't matter that much. I think it'll. It's gonna hurt to watch some of these possessions where just North Carolina is playing volleyball off the backboard. But uh, I think Wisconsin's guard play will be good enough to where they will. They'll edge out a win and then just absolutely get smoked by Baylor. Mm. Well, either of these uh, teams are gonna get smoked by Baylor. Yeah, and then uh, I'm so- sorry, Jay. It's okay. <laughs> oh no, I'm I'm a okay with that. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um. Game below that, Villanova, Winthorpe, Winthrop, I don't pronounce it. Um, Nova missing, Con Gillespie. Their other second-leading scorer, he was out against Georgetown when they lost. He'll be back for this game. I don't think it matters. I'm taking Winthrop. I'm t- I, I took Winthrop as well. N- Villanova looks terrible without Gillespie. I, it's, they look terrible. They look lost. They look terrible. And people – and I was shocked when I saw this too, because you, when you think of those two championship Nova teams, you think of a team that likes to go up and down the court, shoot a ton of threes, and play super fast pace. That was not the mm-hmm. case this year. 
They're like in the 300s when it comes to tempo. And Winthrop is top 20. Winthrop is going to go up and down this court the entire game. And eventually, when you don't have scoring to match it, you're going to lose. So I'm taking Winthrop. Plus six. So I'm also going to take that. Um, Purdue, North Texas. Purdue is playing in Lucas Oil Stadium. They played the Big Ten two games there. So I think just there's no reason to there's no reason to be concerned. Yeah, I, I took Purdue as well. And North Texas has never won a tournament game in their program. Since the three. Mean Green's an awesome mascot, but yeah. Sorry, guys. This is the rock fight that I'm waiting for. It's going to be so ugly. It is going to look like a sixth grade B basketball game. Um, there's going to be no jump shooting. There'll probably be a combined like five threes hit. And because of that, Utah State has is a top 10 team on the offensive glass and the defensive glass. So I'm taking Utah State over Texas Tech. I went with Texas Tech. The line is four and a half. So I'm also taking Utah State plus four and a half. Obviously, just Texas Tech has looked very underwhelming all year. And this team is not anything like the Final Four team they had two years ago. Just, you know, if I'm going to be wrong on ups, it might be this one just because Utah State's offense is kind of shitty as well. But when both offenses suck, I'll take the better rebounding team. And then coming next is going to be probably the most exhilarating <laughs> oh, bunch the of exact opposite. you're ever going to see with Arkansas and Colby. The exact opposite game. Um, let's see. I have it here. When it comes to Ken Palm's tempo, Arkansas is 17, Colgate is 25. These teams are going to be going up and down, up and down, da, 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 da. but I like Arkansas. Colgate's played. I took Arkansas they've played well. I, I've liked Arkansas most of this year. Yeah. And they Last time them and Bama played, they gave Bama the blues. I like Arkansas a lot. I like Eric Musselman a lot. Like He had those Nevada teams humming. Um, and this is my other sneaker, a little Final Four pick. I like Arkansas in the Final Four. Really? They have a ton of size, which I think likely, if they would likely meet Baylor in the Elite Eight, I think all their size would give Baylor issues. Ooh, what the heck? Yeah, did it end the podcast? Matt, did you just rejoin? No, I just got that. I, I closed out my okay. Safari app by accident. I was afraid that it would have ended the podcast. It, it st- didn't, didn't end, though? Okay, cool. No, we were talking. Cool, please continue that. Because it saves on my phone. Yeah, so I like Arkansas. Um, the line's nine and a half, but with a game with that many points, I'm not going to touch it. Um, and then 7-10, another really gross, just eyesore. Florida versus Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech has played two games since March started, so I'm going to take Florida. That's my only reason. I'm going with Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech has a better record and a better conference. Uh, they, they're 4-0 against top 25 teams. I like I like Virginia Tech. My only reason is just they haven't played much basketball the last three weeks, and that. But Florida stinks. Florida isn't good. They're not, but they they they're, they're a shittier team and a shittier conference. They are, but they've been playing basketball, which is important, I think. Yeah, I guess so. It is, but. Um, and I think Ohio State got a fine draw here because their one issue is their defense is very inconsistent and they don't have much size. Either of those teams, VTech or Florida, will not give them any issues on that end of the court. So I think they're fine to make it to the Sweet 16, which I then think Arkansas will take them out. Um, Illinois Drexel. See you later, Drexel. Um, yep. Lyle, Chicago, Georgia Tech. I'm going to, like, both these teams should not be these high, this high of seeds. It sucks for both of them, but I'm going to take Lyle, Chicago. I won with Lyle. The line's like four and a half, so I'm not going to touch that. I think that's way too many. I think these teams are very, very closely matched. Um, but it's just with a team like Lyle Chicago, it seems like with a lot of mid majors, you just have five guys that can score. And Georgia Tech primarily plays this like gross one three one zone. And anytime you're playing a zone against a team that doesn't care and just can just pass all over with a big with a big man, I can exactly. Pass. And, and and the the thing is, Georgia Tech again. My recency bias came in when I this was probably the most difficult uh, match I was thinking of because I'm like Georgia Tech is coming off an ACC tournament win. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, 
and my recency bias in my brain is like, oh, Georgia Tech, maybe they could maybe they're maybe damage. they're actually sweet. Who knows? Maybe they could do some damage. But no, I, I Loyola Chicago is the better team. Yeah, um, going down Tennessee, Oregon State. It's kind of a similar situation of Colorado, Georgetown. Um, Oregon State won their conference, otherwise they would not be in here. They've actually been playing pretty good lately. Won their last 11 out of 12, but then again, Pac-12 sucks ass. So I really don't know where to go with it. I, I guess I'll take Tennessee. I don't like it, but just, I don't know. Yeah, I don't like either of these teams, but Tennessee's BPRs ranks at 12. Oregon State's at 87. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Tennessee. Like, if it comes down to who do I trust more to actually be really, like, turning it around, Georgetown or Oregon State, I would say Georgetown. I think Oregon State just kind of got lucky that the Pac-12 sucks and they got hot from three. Mm -hmm. Then the next game. This will be fun. Just because it'll be fun watching Cade Cunningham. He's the best player in the country. It's not even close, to be honest. Well, it is close. Jalen Suggs is nice, but no one really watches him out west. Um Dude, I mean, Keith Cunningham is the most talented player in college basketball. Yes. Or like, he's he's the clear number one pick in the NBA draft. I don't know if he's the most effective first team. I yeah, because they have a like they're because it's one of those things. Like it's the same thing with you. Like Kispert was the first team All American while Suggs was second. Yeah. But Suggs is the better player, but Kispert makes a bigger impact for his team. That's true. And like like I said, Oklahoma State with him, he's the best player in the country. But their offense, according to Ken Palm, was like in the 50s. Like it's not an overpowering offense. Like he's not killing it. He's doing great in times. But I think they'll be fine against Liberty. Uh, Liberty's tempo kind of scares me just because it's so slow. And the number against or like Vegas has that seven. And I think that's mm-hmm. a big number when it's playing so slow. So I'm not going to touch yeah. it. But I think Oklahoma State, if they get Oregon State or Tennessee, will just smoke them. And then that versus, yeah. then versus Illinois would be a great game. I'm looking – yeah, that, I, I really hope that ends up happening. I'd love to see DeSumo against Cunningham. Just, I think orange is an awesome jersey for basketball, and you just get a lot of good orange. Mm. Um, well, you'll get orange if you That's get, true. We'll get, as, yeah. You'll get orange with Tennessee. You'll get orange with Oregon State. That's true. I wasn't thinking that far. You'll get orange with Syracuse. There's a lot of orange in this, uh, this and, region. And Clemson. Clemson. Yeah. Look at that. You get a lot of orange. Wow. Uh, Dude, there's like, I mean, this is like the, this is just orange, orange city compared to all these other regions. <laughs> like the other, like the other regions, like you got the East yeah, region. Texas. Just Texas. Uh, and that's not, that's not even like a, like that's, that's a bright orange. orange. Yeah, like that's that's not even good orange. Winthrop's like a red, red and orange mm-hmm. kind of. But outside of that, you got this this region is just all orange. Oh. Just, they, they just they just like they probably just had like a like a kindergartner pick the jerseys of the seeds, and then they're like, let's put all the oranges here. They're working on like organizing, and doing group work for second graders. Like which ones yeah. are all alike? They put them in here. Um, game below that six versus eleven, San Diego State, Syracuse. There's no tend or trend, tend or like not trend or model or anything to tell me to take Syracuse, but I'm taking Syracuse. I'm taking San Diego. State. San Diego State plays a pack line defense, which just basically puts everyone in the paint. They help off easily. Basically, allows for three point shooters to be open. And as of late, Syracuse has been shooting pretty well. And then just seeing the two three zone, like it's the same exact thing with Izzo. He may not have the best one team, of- but Bayheim will get a win. It is all. It is one of those weird things where, where like, like, no matter what, I think this three. was th- like even I think it was three years ago when the eleven seed Syracuse made it to the Elite Eight, I yeah. believe. Yeah, Did they make it to the Final Four. So I would. I don't knock. I don't knock you for riding with Bayheim in that in that zone defense, but I like San Diego State here. Um, game below that, West Virginia Moorhead State. I'm taking West Virginia. I'm not betting it. It's a big number. I think it's thirteen. I'm on West Virginia as well. Yeah. Then rounding out here, and me and you were talking before the show. This little quadrant of four teams: Clemson, Rutgers, Houston, Cleveland State. Fucking stinks. It's it's a puke. It it's is puke by far fight. the worst little quadrant of four teams in the whole bracket. I hate Houston. I hate Rutgers. <laughs> I hate Clemson. All these teams suck. So I, 
I don't hate I don't hate Houston as much as you do. They they do like the thing is they they I know they don't play good teams, but they 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 run their teams out of the. Oh, gym, they kick so. the absolute shit out of them. Um, but like, obviously, mutual friend Mitch Murphy, shout out, how's it doing? Um, he likes to shit on Gonzaga, saying they play a bunch of tomato cans. And yes, the whack is not great, or the West Coast Conference. Um, it's not the whack. <laughs> It's not great. I get it. BYU sometimes is good. Saint Mount St. Mary's is good sometimes. Fine. But they played four top 15 teams before, and that they proved themselves. That's fine. The best team, yeah. Houston, the best win they have is Texas Tech in, in November, which is fine. Like, that's a top 25 team. But since then, it's just a whole lot of – their offense is eh. Their defense is actually good. So, like, they have a very good defense. I just don't think they're going to be able to score in crunch times – once it gets to the Sweet 16. But until then, I think they're fine. I have Rutgers winning the Clemson game just because they play in a better conference. That's the only reason. And yeah. Houston over Cleveland State. Yeah, there was there was actually signs of this year where I was watching Rutgers. I'm like, this is a solid club. This yeah, they got Rutt. I, I, I don't I – don't, I don't think they're 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 not better than Houston. They're not going to beat Houston, but I, I like them over Clemson, and obviously I like Houston over Cleveland State. Yeah, and like Rutgers, Ron Harper Jr. If he plays well, they'll win. Um, they can't shoot for shit on the outside. Neither can Clemson. That game's going to be so ugly. There's a lot of really ugly games this this tournament. I think. I think when it gets to the Sweet Sixteen, there's like the most excited I've been in a long time for a few of these possible matchups. But the first round, there's not much that I like to look at here. But even well, the thing is, you say that now, and then we're going to be watching on Friday and Saturday. And be like, this is the greatest oh, thing ever. I won't bitch and complain. We didn't have any of this last yeah. year, so I'm glad. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad we have something. We're good. No matter what, you, you have 32 games to watch in two days. There's going to be some great games, no matter exactly. What. And there's one more gambling tip I want to give before I forget. Cause there's another, there's a couple of trends I wanted to give out for final four teams, elite eight teams, whatever. There is one game the opening weekend where both teams use a Wilson ball on their home court. And when that happens, the over hits 70% of the time. That is Wichita State and Drake tomorrow or this morning, whenever you're listening. So take the over. <laughs> That, that, that's a when both stat. teams use a Wilson ball, the over hits seventy percent of the time. Because that's also the ball they use in the NCAA tournament. So I just think they're used to it. Mm. Um, let me get into. Let me find the. Uh, isn't but isn't Wilson the standard though? I know Nike makes basketballs and stuff, but Wilson's Wilson. Wilson. Most teams do use the Wilson. Um, Nike's number two. Under Armour has stopped using balls or making balls. Then there's also. Uh, let me see. There's two more brands. There's an Adidas ball, which Rutgers, Georgia Tech, and St. Bonaventure use. There's a brand called The Rock, which Colgate, Hartford, and Iona use. Isn't that what we used at St. Rita, The Rock? <sighs> I thought it was Nike because we were sponsored by Nike everything. I know we were but sponsored say by the Rock Nike, on but the there ball. was always the basketballs always said the rock on it. I don't know, but I know we were sponsored by Nike and everything else, so I'm not sure. And then Spalding is West yeah. Virginia Winthrop. Actually, most teams use a Nike ball. Most okay. Spalding's another big one, obviously. Mm-hmm. But... Actually, most teams use a Nike ball. Wilson is used by – it's a big – it's a really big Big 12 ball. Kansas, Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, Wisconsin, UCLA, Loyola, Maryland, Drake, yeah. Um, let me find my trends for Final Four teams. One seeds who are top twenty in both adjusted offense and adjusted defense are twenty two out of thirty, making the final four seventy three percent. Gonzaga, Illinois, and Michigan qualify that. Although Michigan, I think, will be fraudulent just because they're missing one of their star players. Yep. Um, I previously mentioned already since two thousand eight, every tournament except for three has had a five seed or higher in the final four. Those years were 08-09, 2012. Um, who do you like in the final four, Dan? Call your shot. Um, I kind of keep my final four. Look, actually, Close I mean, to, I if you, care. if you want to share, don't share it. No, uh, I'll share it for the podcast. I, I went with Gonzaga, Illinois, Alabama, Ohio State. 
Nice. I went similar with Gonzaga over Illinois in the championship. UConn and Arkansas in the other spots. Matt, how about you? God, I, I, I do love that you call it, you're call. you calling your shot with UConn, though, because I do like my, them a lot. My logic is... But I just, I just can't, in good conscience, put a team that's that low in the in seeding into the yeah. final four. I just can't. I, it's just something I cannot do. Even if I, even if I love everything about the my team. logic is, it's either basically to win a to win a bracket pool, you either have to be nearly perfect in the Sweet Sixteen, and then also get your Final Four right, or you hit on that long shot which I wouldn't even consider you kind of super like crazy long shot. Like, but you have to hit on that. Cause then you're getting a bunch of dude, but say it is a long shot though. Saying a seven seed is making it to the final four. I don't know. They're 24 shot. on Ken Palm and offense, 25 on defense. Like they're a good team. You saw a lot of them in the big. East. No, I'm just, I'm just saying as a generality. Yeah. And I realized, you know what? I've won one bracket before that was 2015 when Wisconsin made it to the final four. I picked, three of the four final four teams, right? And I think I texted you and Matt this. I think I picked 30 of the 32 first round games correct. It was nuts. I felt so smart. I've never felt that smart since in my life. Um, we're just under an hour. I think that's it. I'm very glad we were able to do this. It warms my heart. Matt, are you still there? Well, I'll, not doing the whole thing in Boodle. I thought we were going through the entire, like, the entire thing. What do you mean? Well, there's no point in guessing these games that might not happen. Well, I got bored. Yeah, I mean, I got bored while we were doing it, and I we can come... to win one of my brackets, so. I, and I, didn't, I didn't have Gonzaga or... There you go. All right, That's sweet. Well, in the final four. Um, well, I was playing one out for ESPN, so I could, like, fill it out, and then, like, apply it to the pools that I'm in. But it turns out it doesn't work like that. So now I just had this fucking wet fart bracket just sitting in my face. I can't even like do anything with. Like, I can't like. I guess I can't submit it to a group, so that probably won't even use this bracket. Cause I, I was, I was filling it in as I was getting the uh, strong knowledge from you guys. But then, I mean, I can't even. Like, I can't submit it. Like, I have to like go through and like check every single pick again and like refill it in. Like I don't know. That seems like a whole lot of work. Oh yeah. All right, Matt. Here, here, here. I'll get Matt. I'll ask you uh, one. Pick uh pick one team a that's a five below seater below four. that's gonna make the final four. Um, let me see if I have any. Well, I'll tell you my final four. The yes. highest seed that I have was number six BYU. My okay, nice. That was I was uh, you guys literally have my my two that were mine BYU and UConn, and then I'll uh just just in terms of uh matchup wise. I'll, I'll throw uh, my just final four. Maybe, maybe one Kansas, B- Kansas, BYU, hey. Ohio State, Oklahoma. I don't State. hate it. I got BYU and OSU in the final, and I got the Ohio State Buckeyes, the University of winning it all. <laughs> I do love that if you're if you're a good or if you're a, like if you win in an upset. If you get a nice bounce, if you have like two nice bounces That's... going your way, the next thing you know, you can make the elite. Dude, my that was the best thing about Wisconsin's run. Their path was so easy, and it's oh, it's great. Like that Miami, Miami team to be in the first round, they stunk. They weren't good. Then the second round, they mm-hmm. had uh, Tennessee. Who Tennessee was actually a very good team. That was their hardest game the entire region. And then they got fucking Nevada and Kansas State, who they just blew out. Watching those games at Loyola is like maybe the most fun I've ever had watching sports. Oh, I bet. that was I, it was it was just so it was just a magical year for oh yeah Loyola that it was just the, winning all those games on on uh, game winners and the th- and the fact that they never really had to face a, a good team. Of a, a good um, team, yeah. Also, I'm I'm sick that Sister Jean gets to go to these games. That's bullshit. She should not be treated any better than anyone else. She should not be allowed to go. More like sister meme because she loves the attention, the old hag. Um, but that's it for me. If we do really great and we don't look like bumbling idiots, maybe we'll do a live show in Milwaukee when all of our brackets are perfect through the first weekend, although that's literally not possible with me and Dan. Um, but one of uh, us should yeah. be perfect through – what would it be? 32, 16, 48 games? Yeah, we'll do it. 
It's not that hard. Yeah. All right. I will uh, post this up. And if for some reason this will be the last episode of Skyline Sports, I don't want it to be. I don't think it will be. It, it, shouldn't, it shouldn't be. be. But also, we randomly had a global pandemic last year, 372 days ago. So if something. It's kind of funny that the thing that probably would have made us do more podcasts is the thing that made us completely stop doing Oh, yeah. It's just when you love something so much, you have to let it go. And that was March Madness for us. So we had to – this is what brought us back. It's a a perfect story, to be honest. Yeah. All right. I'll see you guys uh, Saturday. Next Saturday. All right. All right. Adios. In case it's the last one, Skyline Sports says sayonara.